From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Monday, May 25th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Today is Memorial Day, and we're taking the time off from our usual news brief to be with family. But we have a special episode for you instead. As we as a community face the challenges of how to reopen and recover our lives and businesses during the pandemic, a lot has to change. New problems mean new solutions have to be found. And so far, we've reported on many businesses pivoting to meet the needs of the pandemic, like whiskey distilleries making hand sanitizer or high-end restaurants serving takeout burgers. But we can also tell that same pivot story about something called a power breezer. A power breezer is a big contraption with an oscillating fan and an 85-gallon water tank. You turn it on, and the fan turns, blowing enough water particles into the air to make it feel cooler. It's called evaporative cooling, and if you've ever been to a concert or outdoor festival on a hot day and walked to a mist tent to cool off, you get the idea. Power breezers are already in use across the country, including here in North Carolina, to make hot, humid places feel cooler. But when the pandemic started, someone had a fantastic idea. One of our customers came to us uh, right after this this outbreak, about mid-March, and said, hey, you've got a water-soluble tank here. Could we put EPA-approved disinfectants in it, and could you disperse them to combat COVID? That's Brian Hoadley, the CRO of Power Breezer. He says using large portable misters to disinfect is working. We immediately pivoted. Uh, We thought, well, there's 35,000 of these out across the state, out across the U.S. and the world. Could we help the economy and and the people quickly get back into a safe environment? And so we were able to um, pivot and allow the customers that already had these units to start using them right away to combat COVID. And the main place they're being used? Prisons. Prisons are definitely leading the way with what the challenges they've um, faced. And North Carolina is actually at the very forefront of this with uh, the the large quantity that they just purchased. The prisons, they're using them in the the break rooms, the dorm rooms, the gyms, um, the cafeterias. And those are typically, each of those rooms is somewhere between 2,000 and 5,000 square feet. And so one machine can disperse in 15 to 30 minutes enough disinfectant to cover that whole area. Depends on the ceiling height and the ventilation. We recommend, these were originally not designed for this and we've pivoted for it. So we recommend closing all the ventilation. We recommend um, really creating a a warm environment or a closed off environment so that you can create the fog and the dew point to get the the disinfectant out. And then um, letting it sit for eight to 10 minutes. The the CDC has put strict guidelines out that the dwell time for these disinfectants needs to be in that range to kill the coronavirus. And what you see with other applications may not be as effective where you're spraying on and then wiping it off immediately. You're not getting the dwell time, very labor intensive. These you set up in a room, you let it run, you, you, you vacate the room. And then you come back and turn it off and let it sit for a few minutes and then ventilate it right after it's sat. So in 30, 45 minutes, you can have a normal room. And what works in prisons could also work in other places. Brian says a school system in North Carolina just ordered a power breezer to disinfect school buses. And this type of cleaning could become the new normal for gyms, cafeterias, classrooms, waiting rooms, you name it. It's just another example of a business adapting to fit the pandemic as we start to come together again as safely and responsibly as possible. 
Thanks to Amanda Lamb, who recorded this interview for a WRL news story about transforming prisons in the time of coronavirus. We'll put a link to that story in the show notes. This episode was produced and written by Anita Normanley. We'll be back tomorrow with our usual news brief. Thanks for listening.